0: I think the biggest thing nowadays I feel like reusability and kind of like a little bit even understand the coding part. It would be good for a designer to have at least some kind of knowledge what is technically possible and what's not.
1: Mm, The feedback, uh, pay attention to typography and second one is keep giving feedback. Does it really have to be pixel perfect?
0: Communication learning new skills and being interesting interested in what the developer does discuss with the designer understand, try to understand the point of the designer and and be curious
1: i guess some cases they already can have a quick and dirty solution on their mind so i think they they should Come up with those things for the designer and not just ask like what we're going to do this and uh,
0: well I think there should be more um, uh, ways to distinguish what is important in a design uh, and what is something that is just nice to have
1: the, the designer should be within the shouting distance to the developer, so nobody has to move. <laughs> if they have questions.
2: In the modern agile tech development that most companies aim for, diversity is the key, especially when it comes to different roles, backgrounds and skills. Designers and developers work closely together from the early stages of a project, but like any relationship, this one isn't always a bed of roses either.
0: Even though we share a common goal of creating a killer product or service, the perspectives or scale on how to achieve that goal might differ greatly. It's very common to hear that designers are daydreamers and developers are shooters for these dreams. But with more developers becoming designers, and vice versa, and
2: as emerging companies also attempt to blur the boundaries between these roles, the
0: designer-developer relationship has reached a curious peak. To dig deeper into this, we decided to speak to one of our very own developers from Houston.
1: Hi, Niko Salminen, Principal Technologist at Houston Inc.
0: We found out from Niko what the perfect designer-developer relationship is to him and what he thinks we should be doing to make it better.
2: And later in the episode, Elena and I discuss how we, as designers, can try to find the ever-elusive balance in this relationship. But for now,
0: here's Nico. So you have collaborated with the designers during your career in, in many projects. So what do you see are the kind of like main touch points where designers and developers meet in a project and where especially the good collaboration and good interaction is the most important?
1: Well, the face-to-face part of course is the most fruitful one in my opinion, and that's not always been the case in at least my career path that, that I've had the opportunity to really uh, collaborate with the designers. It's usually been more of like, like a handoff, handoff at some phase uh, like the designers first collaborate within each other, uh, and maybe collaborate with the customer or the client, and uh, then once their work is done, they like give it give it to us, and we pick it up from there. And that's the, like the main touch points. And uh, after that, we do our magic, and uh, then show show what we have created to the designers, and then get a thumbs up, thumbs down, and then iterate if necessary. Uh, but but lately, it's. Uh, uh, moved a bit more towards a more lean, lean way of working like uh, the designers Involving the developers more more in their daily work and asking for opinions early on uh, Not before the finalized finalized work gets presented but before that and uh, Also considering our input in that phase as well. And that's the part that I've liked most and most in working with designers, when we get really involved and not just treated as a like, factory.
0: And how do you collaborate with designers? Or You mentioned that designers take developers along into the designing. So how is that done?
1: Uh, unfortunately, still, it seems pretty much that the uh, involvement is done virtually or online using tools like Jira and uh, Zeppelin and tools that make, make the handoff easier but they still don't make it really personal. Uh, For me, it's easiest to to bounce back and forth with ideas and design and uh, uh, the technical uh, practicalities that we need to take take into account when we are trying to turn that design into something uh, more like touchable. It's much easier to do it when you're able to communicate like live face-to-face and uh, not just receive an email that I now have something new viewable in Zeppelin and then go and play around for a couple of hours and try to figure out what was the designer thinking at this point and then writing something back and everything always gets lost in translation and it's much much more difficult to ask what what did you mean by this uh, over email than it is to ask it personally.
2: If you had to make one suggestion about how this exact problem can be solved, well, just the simplest one, easy thing that we can do to solve this, what would it be?
1: Co-location. Um, being in the same location removes the obstacle of having to move physically from one, one place to another and talking to someone that you see maybe once every couple of days. Uh, if you see that person constantly, it's easier to just shout over, the, your, your, over your monitor um, and ask and could you come here for a second or just go there and and present your stuff?
2: uh we talk a lot about like agile development that's what most people are doing these days mm-hmm. uh but sometimes as designers, we feel a bit left out from the whole model uh how can we feel more included yeah.
0: the, way so- this,
2: the way product companies do agile these days how can it how can th- designers feel like they're a part of the entire development process more?
1: Well, the problem that I see often in uh, agile development, uh, I I don't know if it's a Finland specific issue, is that uh, there are these phase gates still present that uh, agile is trying to fight against. And uh, one of the biggest phase gates being uh, design. And design needs to be finalized before uh, developers are able to start. And that's something that is not uh really like it's not something that the developers uh, are trying to really push against or push for Uh, it's it's an old method of working that some people have just gotten used to yeah the problem with uh these face gates is that nobody's really happy with the situation like the designers uh, are having to like finalize work maybe too early to get it accepted by the developers to start working on it and the developers aren't happy because because they can't get uh, they don't like their voice heard uh, early enough in the design process and the managers i don't know if they're happy or not but uh, they sh- shouldn't be because that's that's really slowing down the overall flow of work because it's getting the work is getting like stopped in, in the middle of uh, when it should like flow smoothly Uh, through the uh, designer and the developer to get stuff out to the customers.
2: I read this sometimes quite often where designers say that they don't take part, like we don't take part in the agile, like we don't work agile as designers, our design isn't agile, it's just extreme waterfall what we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that holds true so often, like we just have to complete things multiple times rather than working on them in smaller, shorter phases, which of course would be a much better way of working and also a much better way of collaborating with the developers because you know what's possible and what isn't.
1: Mm. And there are some new methodologies these days that attempt to bring in the designers into the agile development world like Lean UX uh, that try to bridge the gap uh, between between the and developers and getting them together, collaborating, doing some research and uh, not, not doing finalized handovers and working over those, switching from documents to uh, delivering something actually useful.
0: Mm. I think personally the main, main problem for me uh, when it comes to like design being waterfall and, and developer and agile is that user experience, I see it as a whole. And whereas the development of it might seem as just one feature or one button or whatever, the whole experience is, a, is as a whole. So for designers, it's really hard to take one part out and then add one part in the middle there when it's about the whole, whole thing and whole experience. Mm-hmm. Do you have any ideas or, uh, or learnings from the Lean UX that that problem could be solved?
1: Well, I think uh, if, we, if we try to do too detailed design before we actually put it forward, then uh, it might be very difficult to adjust it later because it's going to... Uh, if we have a pixel perfect layout, for example, and we decide that we want to try something different based on something that we learned from the customers once we released the original version. Then if our our documents are very detailed, it's going to take much effort to take that and uh, mold it into something that is still pixel perfect, but now looks different. And if we treated it uh, maybe as a wireframe or just a rough rough outline of what it should look like and use some pre-built pieces from, for example, a design system component library that we could use to build, build it out of small pieces, Uh, Synthesize it from it from uh, something that we already have then we could be more free to experiment around with it
2: Um, What tips do you have for designers on how can they make this collaboration better from their side?
1: Yeah, talk to us more That's always an easy answer most problems uh, well, this could be overgeneralization, but most problems in the world are because of poor communication and, or communication not happening. So, if if we have something to ask, it's usually best to just ask or discuss and bounce, bounce things back and forth.
2: And what would you say developers can do better?
1: <laughs> Same thing, basically, and uh, not Accept that the current status quo of how we do things is the best way. Uh, trying things differently. Uh, maybe trying to go from the deliverables business into, into like a more collaborative way of working. Uh, could, could not work for all scenarios, of course, but it's something that we could try. That, that's like the agile way of working is trying different things. If they are good then keep doing them. If they are not working then try something different.
0: How has your relationship changed uh, with designers during years?
1: Uh, Well I've started understanding designers maybe a bit better because I used to think that we are a completely different breed. It's impossible to find like a common ground or common language to communicate so it's easiest to just keep that to a bare minimum and take the Photoshop files that come in and uh, do whatever we need to do and uh, try to get them as good as possible so we don't have to talk to the designers as, as much as possible. Yeah, but it's it's changed now that I've w- worked and gotten to know designers and gotten to understand the way designers think a bit better while their developers have a more analytical, uh, detailed, oriented way of thinking the, uh, designers have uh, like concentrate more on the big picture. And uh, after understanding that, I've noticed that uh, we don't have like opposing angles in our work. We are not adversaries. Uh, we should be more like allies and we are just approaching, approaching the same problem from different directions. And after understanding that, I've learned to maybe work with designers a bit better.
2: What is the dream collaborative environment for you? for creating good products between designers and developers?
1: One uh, with lots of freedom, lots of uh, trust, understanding, collocation, of course. And the designers need to trust that developers can also be taken as part of the design process and the uh, developers need to trust that the designers have a good understanding of the overall, overall direction and uh, and uh, know that they are like steering the ship into the right direction and we just need to need to trust them on that one.
0: What are the best ways of actually building that trust when the team starts to work or even middle, middle of a project? Do you have experience on those?
2: Or people don't know hmm. each other from the beginning and because it's hard to trust someone when you don't know them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd say maybe a good, good kickoff for the team getting to know each other um, in a more informal setting, doing fun stuff like this, trust fall exercises.
2: I've never actually been in a team where we've done one of those. No, me neither.
1: <laughs> we need to have one.
2: I wonder if it really works, but I'll take your word that mm-hmm. it works.
1: I think trust is not something that you can like build overnight. It, it will take time for the team to really gel and start trusting each other.
0: Yeah, maybe the best thing to do to build trust is to actually work as tightly together as mm-hmm. possible so you can actually see how others work and understand their thinking and, and see the reasons why certain decisions has, have been made and that kind of visibility.
1: Yeah, and uh, I imagine that trust is also a two-way street so you need to also trust others, mm-hmm. to be able to let them trust you.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us.
0: So Nico brought up the importance of trust when it comes to developer-designer relationship. This is something that applies to teams in general. But why is it so hard for us designers to trust the developers?
2: Mm, I think it all starts with the fact that we don't always believe that our design will be executed the way we envision it. Um, I for one definitely remember the many times my designs have not
0: been executed to look the way I've intended them to. Unfortunately, I have had similar kinds of experiences. And I don't think there are any designer who haven't experienced this at some point.
2: Yeah, and stuff like that can really make you think that the developer on the project doesn't value your work enough and uh, experiences like these are I think also especially common with new teams where you don't know everyone well enough and you just assume that you're the
0: only one who cares about the quality of the product which is of course not true at all. And this is when it it is important to remember that designers and developers they are not opposites but they are allies especially with the with the front-end developers and I believe that every designer needs someone to question their designs too. And this is where developers uh, are handy. (laughs) Like for example, I once worked with quite complex project where the developers knew every exception there could be. And that was uh, based on the data that I didn't have the visibility nor the understanding to. And this is when it was highly important to co-design with the developers.
2: Yeah, for me, I think the best times have been when the entire team comes together to define user stories. Uh, the meetings can sometimes be messy, but when you're all together hashing out the little details, all the possible problems or loopholes, they just come up in one go. And it's so much easier to handle that than running from one person to another or maybe even like having to change entire designs after they're considered done.
0: Mm. We should be able to open up our thoughts and, and reasoning to the developers and also truly listen what they have in mind.
2: Yeah, exactly. Our relationship should also go beyond just Jira tickets and Envision prototypes. And I don't think this can be said enough that both parties need to understand the relevance and importance of
0: either role. Yeah, designers aren't just there to make the pretty things and also developers aren't simply executing the product. Yeah, we're both thinking
2: beings who are ultimately keeping the user in mind. And Sometimes, yes, our priorities can be a bit different, but maybe that's where things like design systems can be helpful.
0: Yeah, design systems, they immediately eliminate the need for compromising on the visual design since it's kind of like already coded in the way of working. And if only few elements need to be customized, it takes a lot of pressure from the the final touches and also uh, stress from the designer when the pixels are already there in place.
2: Yeah, I think that definitely brings the discussion back to the core functionality and user experience of the product rather than just beginning over font sizes and color choices. We can focus more on co-designing and take important decisions together, which can be especially useful because, like you said, developers anyway have to think about so many of the details of how something works, and that can bring up some edge cases that designers might otherwise
0: not notice especially if we're all working in our own silos. Mm. This sounds like Lean UX method, which uh, that Lean UX focuses on the on the collaboration and the quick decisions and, and rapid wireframing. And in Lean UX, the ratio of design and development, it should be 60% for the for the new features, 20% for the visual design and 20% for the bug fixing. And I don't know if anyone can work like this or follow it, by the book, but I think it's a good baseline for a team to create good products.
2: Yeah, and it also sounds like it can help devs and designers speak the
0: same language maybe even. Yeah, that's true. The language is its also something that often makes designers and developers seems like cats and dogs. I think that's why it is important to be interested in, in others' work at some level, at least.
2: Yeah, I, I think even the few classes on front-end development that I took in school have helped me ask the right questions. And, and I think it also works the other way around, where you can really see when a developer you're working with, they take the initiative and question your designs and intent, and it helps build a much better rapport. Mm, I agree. And also people should be asking more dumb questions. <laughs> or, or remember that there are no dumb questions. Yeah. There, there really is no way everyone knows everything, so questions and always asking for feedback are what will make our work better in the end anyhow.
0: Yeah, yeah, so to sum it up, we must remember that it's all about the users. We have the same goal, just different but important points of view. Two, we should learn to trust each other. And three, talk to each other. We shouldn't let the tools come in the way.
2: Yep. Our three-step recipe to the perfect designer-developer relationship. Don't forget to add salt to taste. Thank you for listening to Nudging Pixels. We release a new episode on the second Friday of every month. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Music for this show was created by Nico Salminen. Visual design and art by Elusia Sarvas. This episode was recorded and edited at Houston Inc's office in finally sunny Helsinki.
1: We come in peace. Developers are your friend.